the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Thanks be to your spirit. Rejoice, the Lord is at hand. As we come together to celebrate this Holy Mass, let us acknowledge that though we are sinners, the Lord comes to help us and lead us closer to God. I confess, Almighty God, and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my thought, through my thought, through my discreetest thought. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, Pray for me, Lord our God. Almighty God, have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. see how your people faithfully await the feast of the Lord's Nativity. Enable us, we pray, to attain the joys of so great a salvation, and to celebrate them always with solemn worship and glad rejoicing. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the prophet Zephaniah. Shout for joy, daughter of Zion, Israel, shout aloud. Rejoice, exult with all your heart, daughter of Jerusalem. The Lord has repealed your sentence, he has driven your enemies away. The Lord, the King of Israel, is in your midst. You have no more evil to fear. When that day comes, word will come to Jerusalem. Zion, have no fear. Do not let your left hands fall limp. The Lord your God is in your midst, a victorious warrior. He will exult with joy over you. 
He will renew you by his love. He will dance with shouts of joy for you, as on a day of festival. The word of the Lord. what I want is your happiness. Let your tolerance be evident to everyone. The Lord is very near. There is no need to worry, but if there is anything you need, pray for it, asking God for it with prayer and thanksgiving. And that peace of God, which is so much greater than we can understand, will guard your hearts and your thoughts in Christ Jesus. The word of the Lord.
be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When all the people asked John, What must we do? he answered, If anyone has two tunics, he must share with the man who has none. And the one with something to eat must do the same. There were tax collectors too who came for baptism, and these said to him, Master, what must we do? He said to them, Exact no more than your rate. Some soldiers asked him in their turn, What about us? What must we do? He said to them, No intimidation, no extortion, be content with your pay. A feeling of expectancy had grown among the people who were beginning to think that John might be the Christ. So John declared before them all, I baptize you with water, that someone is coming, someone who is more powerful than I am, and I am not fit to undo the strap of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his barn. But the chaff he will burn in the fire that will never go out. As well as this, there were many other things he said to exhort the people and to announce the good news to them. The Gospel of the Lord. Some pictures make a huge impression and help us understand our faith. I think of Rembrandt's Return of the Prodigal Son, which is very much my picture for Lent. My Advent picture is Raphael's Ansidei Madonna. It hangs in the National Portrait Gallery, and the large print hangs in my room at Belmont. I was also pleased to see a small copy in our guest lounge here. The great Raphael of the Renaissance period painted hundreds of Madonnas. Indeed, some 75 countries or so have featured his pictures on Christmas stamps. The wonderful picture of mother and child, our blessed lady and the Christ child, of course, make a wonderful Christmas image. But the Antidai Madonna is not my Christmas picture, but my Advent one. The picture features the main characters of this holy season. Our Lady, St. John the Baptist, and most importantly, St. Nicholas, and the baby Jesus, of course. St. John the Baptist is very much the prophet of this season, the central figure preparing us for the coming of Christ. John is beautifully painted in his rough clothes, simply and humbly looking on the baby Jesus, but he's doing so much more. He's pointing at Jesus. In the Gospel today, we are reminded of the relationship between John and our Lord, not the physical relationship of being his cousin, 
but his role in preparing the way. He points to Jesus. Immediately preceding this Gospel passage, St. Luke tells us that the Word of God had come upon John in the desert. John then began to proclaim the coming of the Lord, that all mankind would at last see the salvation of God. John also proclaimed the necessity of turning from evil in repentance, to prepare for the Lord's coming. The crowds ask, what should we do? Unlike their leaders, the people look to John for guidance. The people are filled with expectation, wondering whether John might be the Messiah. He responds that one mightier than he will come, and will baptise with the Holy Spirit and fire. John warns that when the Messiah comes, he will gather the wheat into his barn and burn the chaff with unquenchable fire. His message is slightly barbed. Yes, he proclaims news of great joy that the Messiah is coming, but also that this Messiah would be judge. We're expected to change our lives and listen to him, or face the consequences. That love is all-embracing and free, but simply we may choose our own way and our own destiny. John points the way. It is the direction of Christ. He came preaching a message of repentance. He wants the people of Israel and us to clear the clutter of sin and preoccupations from our lives so that we may be ready and open to receive the Gospel, the message that Christ himself proclaims. In this season of Advent, we look to the return of Christ. We ask ourselves, are we ready to receive him? But Christ is a present reality too. Are we open to receiving him here and now? John the Baptist would slow down those who were rushing through life and awake them to opportunities to realise God's presence. And they do respond. They ask, what should we do? And the Baptist tells them to look out and see the opportunities to realise God's presence. Each person should share what they have with those who have nothing. Each person should see the opportunities to practice fairness and justice. And all should see the opportunities to create peace. It is by doing this that we bring about the Kingdom. It is by doing this that we notice the presence of God. We will celebrate with gratitude the Lord's coming among us in the past at Christmas. Advent, however, is a time to affirm our faith that the Lord's coming is also a present and future reality for which we must prepare. We too ask, what should we do? The ordinariness of John's reply to our question is surprising. Share what you have with those who have nothing. Do your job without cheating or telling lies. Be satisfied with what you earn. It falls to the fourth Gospel to quote that most important and necessary statement from John the Baptist. He must increase, and I must decrease. John points to the Christ and bows out. We too must diminish the I in our own lives and allow Christ to fill that space.
Let us proclaim our faith. before the Lord our needs. A 
Let us also pray for those countries that have been so badly affected by weather or natural disasters in recent weeks, that help and comfort may be brought them. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Let us commend all God's people, living and dead, to the intercession of our blessed Lord. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Amen. Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and in our death. Amen. Heavenly Father, hear all our prayers which we make through Christ our Lord. Amen. sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice with your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and for the of holy church. May the sacrifice of our worship, Lord, we pray, be offered to you unceasingly to complete what was begun in sacred mystery and powerfully accomplish for us your saving work through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For he assumed at his first coming that the lowliness of human flesh, and so fulfilled the design you formed long ago, and opened for us the way to eternal salvation, that when he comes again in glory and majesty, and all is at last made manifest, we who watch for that day may inherit the great promise in which now we dare to hope. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim.
Indeed, holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy. And you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, our pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you, by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. Mystery of faith. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your Church, and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you will to reconcile us to yourself, grant that we, who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son, and filled with his Holy Spirit, may become one body, one Spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you, so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, with St. Gregory the Great, and with all the saints, on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. 
be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth, with your servant Francis our Pope and Declan our Bishop, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who are pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory, through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours for the Saviour's command, and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your Church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit.
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sin of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. But in the same word of my soul shall be. this divine sustenance may cleanse us of our faults and prepare us for the coming feasts through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go and announce the Gospel of the Lord. Thanks. 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 Thanks.